Withers Talks, Family and Family Office, a podcast series that discusses various topics relating to issues associated with managing, protecting, and enhancing multi-generational family wealth. I'm Ivan Sachs, the Global Head of Withers Family Office Group. And joining me today is Christina Baltz, a partner in the private client and tax team and a member of our family office group here in the New York office of Withers. She works with global families to develop and implement sophisticated estate planning strategies, address corporate and family governance, charitable planning, and family office needs, and is highly knowledgeable about advising clients on the uses of prenups and other asset protection devices for protecting their children's wealth. That's the subject of today's podcast, which will focus on asset protection for children including creating trust for their benefit and the importance of prenups. Before we begin, please note that anything discussed in this podcast is for informational purposes only, and we are not providing any legal advice. Christina, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Ivan. This is a big subject, and we're just going to touch on a few key points here. First, let's talk about trusts. How and why do trusts uh, protect children's wealth in the event of divorce or creditors claims well a divorcing spouse let's say is a creditor and anything you can get your hands on a creditor can get their hands on so a trust prevents the person being chased for assets from being able to access the assets if parents have conditioned their transfer of wealth to their kids in trust and the children themselves don't have the right to draw the assets out of the trust, then that's kind of like doing a prenup for them. Is that how you characterize it? Yes, absolutely. Well, what are some of the things that uh, can go wrong with the creation of trusts for children in this regard? Trusts come in all kinds of flavors, usually in the vision of the parent who's creating them. Some last for a really long time and some mandate payouts at certain ages, possibly terminating and paying out the whole thing at a particular age. So if a trust is designated to pour out at age, you know, 30, 35, 40, which we often see in typical estate planning arrangements, then the children are going to receive it largely during their marriageable ages. Correct. And if they're really wealthy, the children then are given an estate planning task for themselves. Is there anything that we can do if you have trusts like that that are going to be received during the children's lifetimes? What are the remedies or the supporting asset protection strategies to deal with that? The most common would be to have the trustee distribute the assets to a different trust for the benefit of the same beneficiary, but have that trust not mandate the payout at the particular age and instead be what we call discretionary. The trustee can pay any or all of it or none of it at any time. I mean, I remember a time when that was the conventional estate planning to distribute assets in those designated ages. And then following the divorce explosion and tort explosion as well, people created trust for longer periods of time. But what do you say to parents who are justifiably concerned that creating these longer-term trusts is either infantilizing the children or creating a risk that the trustees can kind of run amok and not be accountable to their children who they have some confidence in? 
Well, first and foremost, the children should have a relationship with the trustee. And as part of that, oftentimes children are at a certain age given the authority to direct the investment management of the assets. That also, doesn't undermine the asset protection if they can do that? No, no, it has no effect on the asset protection or the taxation of a trust. So they could be co-trustee or the investment manager as relates to the investment side of things. What about the distribution side? Can they have a say in distributions for their own benefit? No, they, they may not. Asset protection reasons and tax reasons. But the way a trust works is the beneficiary comes and asks for a distribution and the trustee decides it. So it's not like they can't ask for something that they want. What about the power to remove and replace the trustee? Is that something that a child who is a beneficiary can have and it still protects the assets from their divorcing spouse? Yes, these powers typically, if you have a, a trustee who's not a relative or who's a bank, it will limit their power to putting in a replacement trustee who's not a pal or a relative of theirs. But yes, that's a, a power to have control over the trustee if you're not pleased with the way they're administering your trust. So some clients may ask if we can do a good job of creating trusts and passing all our wealth in this kind of trust that you've suggested, a discretionary one, but giving our children appropriate rights and powers, why do we have to make them do a prenup? What's the use of a prenup in that case? We hope that their children are themselves successful. And if a child has generated his or her own wealth, you'll want a prenuptial agreement to protect that wealth. And in the area of sort of basic tax planning and the efficiency of, uh, which is a hard word to use in the destructive event of divorce, but there are more and less tax efficient ways of dividing assets as well. Isn't that something that prenups can try to address today? Yeah, usually state laws give a right to a lump sum distribution and a right to maintenance to the less wealthy spouse. And under a prenup, you can just negotiate to settle between the spouses by a property settlement, which is not subject to income tax uh, to the recipient spouse. And it has no tax consequences or deduction consequences for either spouse. It's neutral. Well, that's great. It's good that there's some solutions here that maybe take some things from the tax man or at least are, are more efficient than another in relation to division of property. So, Christina, if you could summarize, what overall are the benefits of a prenup? A prenup allows you to agree terms when you're getting along. It avoids expensive and emotionally fraught litigation. It can be tax efficient, and they save money. Christina, thanks for taking the time to talk with me today. Thanks for having me, Ivan. It's been a pleasure discussing this topic in our Family and Family Office podcast series with you. To all our listeners out there, thanks for joining. And if you have any follow-up questions, feel free to reach out to us at withersworldwide.com backslash family.